Hi everyone, welcome to this edition of Turnbuckle Trash. Today on The Trash, we'll talk to the trash head himself, Christopher Evans. We'll talk a lot about Elimination Chamber. Zane will join us. We talk about some other news, including his experience trying, did I say trying? Yes, trying to get tickets to Double or Nothing. Great story from Zane. We also talk about some of the other things going on in professional wrestling. And since it is Valentine's weekend, a look at those who are married, are together, and then those who didn't quite make it. It's all happening for you on this edition of Turnbuckle Trash. We'd like to start things off on the trash by remembering the life of the great Pedro Morales. Pedro Morales, a former wrestling champion for the WWF, uh, came uh, to the United States uh, from Puerto Rico, and uh, he held the title for 1,027 days before losing the title to Stan Stasiak. He also was a world tag team member. Uh, he won that with the great Bob Backlund. He is a Hall of Famer, and he passed away this week. So we remember Pedro Morales. Trash.net. After all, they're just wrestling, right? Woo! We'll break your bones! We'll grind you into pudding! We'll turn your faces off! It's time to take out the trash on Turnbuckle Trash. Pro wrestling from a fan's perspective. Without further ado, allow me to present the newest sensation of the entertainment world, Zane Peterson. Well, he's doing really, really well blocking those punches with his face. Dave Denton. A mindless eating machine. Ready, master control? Ready, switch on. This is Turnbuckle Trash. I'm taking the trash out. It is another edition of Turnbuckle Trash. And joining us from, uh, we're at North Carolina again. Uh, it's a beautiful day here in Winston-Salem. I'm having a wonderful time here at my job. And the slot machines are moving and all the money is going onto the tables and people are wondering why they did it. So. <laughs> yeah, you work at a small casino as security, right? Yes, I do. Okay, yes, Winston-Salem. Yes, so that, that's yes, if you're not willing to lose a little bit and don't have a little bit of uh, self-discipline, you get yourself into a lot of trouble. Speaking of a lot of trouble and no self-discipline, uh, let's talk about the world that is... Uh, the WWE. Now, first off, Christopher Evans, I want to talk to you about the situation that is going on with WrestleMania and the main event between the man, Becky Lynch, and Ronda Rousey, and now what's being added into the mix right now, Charlotte Flair taking over for Becky Lynch. What's going on there, my man? I think it's uh, it, it's kind of ridiculous how they're doing this. I mean, the people want to see Becky and Rhonda go at it. They don't want to see Charlotte. People were booing like crazy and 
getting on Twitter on to Charlotte. And, but Charlotte was keeping kayfabe alive where she says, well, I didn't know how much you all hated me. And she goes, well, I should just pull myself out of WrestleMania. And then on the bottom of it, she goes, I really don't care what you guys think of me. <laughs> but it, it is good. I like it. But here's a question for you. Did okay. you notice on Monday Night Raw that Becky forgot that she was injured? <laughs> yeah. Did you all notice that Becky forgot that she had been injured with her knee, but she was running across the ring without no trouble and no limping? But then again, she Oops. had been to her doctor and been cleared. Well, I mean, I wish my knees would clear up that, that fast. I mean, what, 24 hours, uh, what, two or three days, and your knees were fine, and you were limping like you had broke something? Come on, now. If you're going to do kayfabe, do it all the way. Yeah. Make it look, but, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, that was a kind of a butt fumble right there on Becky's part. But I also noticed on Monday Night Raw when her and Rousey went at it, and then when the riot squad came out, the, the, the crowd was dead silent. Yeah. They didn't say a word when they jumped into the ring. No one said anything. They weren't cheering. You could have heard a lung collapse. I mean, or you could hear someone pass a kidney stone. I mean, come on. This was awful. It was absolutely pathetic. Well, but I want I want to see these two go at it. I don't want to see Charlotte. Well, uh, with the with the with the riot squad, they were they're trying to set up something, anything for Sunday's elimination chamber. Oh, and yeah. I don't know why they, they booked Ruby Riot uh, to take on uh, Ronda Rousey for the title. Uh, I was watching Monday Night Raw, and uh, there's Ruby, who's a fine performer and I think has just mm-hmm. a tremendous upside. And she's taking on Nikki Cross, and Nikki's being the nutcase that she is and her character. And, and the crowd was just kind of going, mm-hmm. Basically. Where, where's I the concessions? I, I need a I need a foam finger there. It was, uh, and the match itself wasn't that good. I, I was really surprised because no, I really like Cross's work and I like Ruby Riot. Maybe they just yeah. hadn't had a chance to really work together that much. I, you'd think they would have in NXT, but uh, I, the crowd reaction was just not there. And I think they were trying to set up something for the chamber, but. Once again, the WWE writes themselves into these corners because they're pushing WrestleMania and Becky Lynch so much, and now Charlotte Flair, Mm -hmm. that uh, this match with Ruby Riott and Ronda Rousey means nothing to the fans. Absolutely nothing. And that's a shame, and that's a disservice, I will say right now, to Ruby Riott. I think it's a complete disservice to her. You know as well as I do, the WWE stands for one thing. Bury your talent and let them go someplace else. And which that's basically what's happening right now. But uh, I don't know what's going to happen. The Elimination Chamber is probably going to be a dud. I'm going to give the creative staff a little pat on the back about something, though, okay? Okay, yes. Uh, SmackDown Live, uh, and uh, this was on uh, Tuesday uh, the uh-huh. 12th, and we're recording this on the day before Valentine's Day, the 13th. And they had an injury with Mustafa Ali. He legitimately oh. has a concussion that he suffered on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So they had two days to come up with something. They had already booked this uh, uh, elimination match to see who would go in last in the chamber elimination chamber with all the participants. Well, now, Ali cannot be there, which is a shame because he's an up-and-comer. What do they do? They turn to the veteran from the New Day, Kofi Kingston. 
And that match was incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kofi Kingston starts off against Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan, beats Mm -hmm. him. He beats Samoa Joe. He finally gets defeated by AJ Styles after being in the ring for 60 minutes. Oh, yeah. And and then AJ is waiting for the final participant to come in in this gauntlet match. And it's the RKO out of nowhere. Randy Orton, (laughs) who uh, comes out. I didn't like that. It was okay. But Kofi Kingston, what a pro, going in at the last minute and putting on a tremendous athletic display. I just love Kofi Kofi Kingston. But I would love to see him with that strap around his waist. I wish he could win on Sunday. Well, yeah, I'd put it on the Facebook page that uh, I was hoping we could actually see this one time, and that would make him a Grand Slam champion. But you know what? That would be a way to break up the New Day as well. Yeah. That would be a storyline to break up the New Day because Kofi's the world champion. Hey, I'll, and now these two are jealous. What a way to get rid of the New Day, which I don't think that'll happen. I don't um, think they'll put the belt on him. I, I don't see it. Stand it. It looks fine. The title looks great if he wants to do that. After, the ti- after he loses it, maybe he can go smoke it for all I care. <laughs> I Not the same type of hemp, man. Oh, I know, but I still. Sorry about that. No, I know. Which I'm sure he's done that, too. I mean, look at it. He's been with the company 17 years. Uh, he's held every major title except for the world title. Uh, hey, y'all did it with Bray Wyatt. Why not do it with him and say thanks for all the years? I'll be surprised. I don't think no one – I think Daniel keeps his belt at the Elimination Chamber, but uh, dang, I would love to see Kofi. I would, too. I'd love it. I would love to see him. What, what would be a good little storyline for him is if he could steal Daniel, steal Daniel Bryan's uh, title to go to a steakhouse and eat a steak on it. <laughs> he can just carve it up real quick. <laughs> that would that'd be perfect right there. This is my new plate. Yeah. I hope you like it. That, so, and, but, and eventually uh, down the road, that's probably going to happen. You know oh, yeah. somebody's going to do that whenever they eventually take Daniel uh, off the pedestal and take the belt, and they'll just take it and eat a steak off of it, which would be fine with me. But oh, and I have nothing against people that are vegans or vegetarians. That's your choice. No. I just don't care. But I do think that Daniel will win, and precisely the reason I think he will win is because he's got that brand new belt. They put so much time and effort into that. I think he'll find a way. Will Eric Rowan be part of the decision? More than likely. Will Luke Harper? who has been cleared, uh, will he have something to do with it on Sunday at the Elimination Chamber? Will he join Eric and uh, and Daniel as part of a little faction? I I don't know. It's There's a lot of stuff in the air for that one. It's the vegan club. It's the and vegan so the club. Bullet, yeah, the vegan club. So the bullet club, it's the vegan club. <laughs> and instead of doing the little symbols for the too sweet, they'll have asparagus in their hands and smacking it together. <laughs> Smacking that asparagus, baby. Smacking the asparagus <laughs> together. Here we go. I love it. Well, let's talk a little about this Sunday's uh, uh, Elimination Chamber. Uh, they're going to have the first women's tag team title match, and it's going to be decided inside the elim- elim- Elimination Chamber. Say that three times fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be uh, the team of Nia Jackson, Tamina, uh, versus the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, versus Mandy Rose and Sonya De- the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, Bailey and Sasha Banks will all be also be there, 
and uh, Naomi and Carmella. So there you go. You got three from SmackDown, three from uh, Raw, and the eventual winner will be the first uh, tag team champions for the women in the WWE. Well, we all probably know what's going to happen. The hugger and the boss will probably be the new, the first ever Raw, I mean, the first ever tag team champions of the WWE, the women's tag team, which the belts look wonderful. Uh, I, I like the way they designed them. They're nice. But I see Bailey and Sasha, yeah, I see those two winning it because it's been all over the Internet, all over the – and you have to believe everything you read on the Internet. Bonjour. Of course. Uh-huh. Uh but will the tag team division for the women's for the title will it work? Can it work? I love tag team wrestling. Yes, I'm all for it. I I hope it works. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I think the weakest team they have in there is probably the strongest team, Nia Jax and Tamina, and then the Iconics. I'm not real wild about them either, but it's it's. I think that one could be fun. I'm not talking about you know a, a great yeah. match or any anything, but. Yeah, that's well, going to be fun to watch. Well, the way Nia Jax is on Twitter and everything else and saying things about other wrestlers and uh, saying stuff about racial discrimination in the WWE. Honey, racial discrimination is everywhere in the United States. Get over it. Yeah. Okay, it happens. What can you do? And so, it, it gets on both sides of the aisle, brother. I mean, yes, it I, does. I've, I've experienced it, it myself. Does. So, And so, it's a shame. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get political here. It is a shame anybody discriminates against anybody else for mm-hmm. their race, for yep. their religion, for yes. their political convictions, yep. or just because of their gender. It should not happen in this time of age. But one of the things that has is causing it, and I'm getting on my soapbox right now, mm-hmm. is social media and yep. people being so daggum uh, tender about, oh, you hurt my feelings. Get over it and, excuse me, grow a set. You know, don't let people ruin your life because they don't agree with you and they call you a bad name. Who cares? Yeah, I've, I'm Come about on. I'm about over social media. I, I, I can't stand uh, it anymore. That's why when I get on Facebook, I have to say, okay, I'm done with y'all. I can't do this no more. Yeah, uh, it, it's bad. But you know what? I call people keyboard warriors for a reason. They hide behind the screen and they don't want to come see you. Let's move on now. Uh, the uh-huh. SmackDown Tag Team Championships, which, oh, man. I, yeah. I mean, I love The Miz, but this yep. best tag team thing with Shane McMahon is dumb. So trying to get through a Shane McMahon promo is like trying to drink a bottle of whiskey in one gulp. <laughs> Not going to happen. Not going to so, happen. Not going to Not going to happen, late boys and girls. So, yeah. No, no. So uh, they're like going against play. Jimmy and Jay, the Uso brothers, and I think mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a boring match, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. I love The Miz. I, li- I like The Miz, but the problem is <laughs> I don't like what they're doing. I mean, I-, I say that The Miz and Shane lose their titles, the Uso brothers get them back, and then – the Miz turns on Shane, and then they go for the best of the world title, and then that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, we can only I, hope. <laughs> we can only hope, and we then can only can do that hope. Border, yeah. Then Shane can do his border to border coast, jump around, and then he could bust his kidneys open for all we know. I mean, we all we, we all can see it in the cards that the Usos are going to win the tag team titles again, just to keep them away from another organization, just like they did with another team. Yeah. 
So, so uh, also a uh, little Miz news here. Uh-huh. Uh, they're getting ready for season two of the the Miz and Mizra show. Uh, yep. I enjoyed uh-huh. it so hmm. much more than the Bellas and the Total Divas on ETV, which they just make these women seem like. And I'm trying. Hmm. I don't want to say the word, but that I'm going to say it. Uh, and it's a derogatory term. They just make them look like bimbos. They make them look horrible, like horrible oh, yeah. people. Yes. And uh, I don't That's... like the Total Bellas and Total Divas. Because I, I don't want to think of them that way. I just don't. Well, that's, what's, that's what sells. That's the problem these days. Buddy Murphy against Tozawa. Uh, this Murphy kid, this kid can go. He's the champion. Tozawa, who's uh, had uh, some main roster uh, moves. He's the one that always, who, 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 all the time. Uh, he can go. Two pros oh, going yeah. at it. And uh, I'm looking forward to that match from 205 Live. Buddy Murphy, I think, will win. Yes, I'll pick him. I'll pick Buddy Murphy for that win. Uh, good Lord, the man is good at what he does. Who he is. I have, I have no problems with that. Yeah, I'll pick. I'll, I'll go with that pick right there. Perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. The yawner of the night will be, we've discussed a little bit, Ruby Riot against the champ, Ronda Rousey. Uh, is this going to have anything unless they have a run-in? I mean, Charlotte Flair says that she's going to be at ringside. Uh, I could see Charlotte getting involved, and there then comes Becky. I could see her coming out also. Uh, uh, other than that, this match holds no interest to me. Uh, it's a flop. It'll yeah. be a. Uh, it'll almost be like a squash match, but I say that uh, Ronda will go out there and they'll do their little promos and they'll. They'll fight a little bit, and Ronda will do her arm bar. Then here comes Charlotte in, and here comes Becky. Then Becky will turn on Ronda, Ronda will, and then do uh, get Ronda. Uh, Becky will put Ronda in her arm bar, and then walk away and say, "I can still get you." But no, I, I don't think this match should have happened at, at, at the Elimination Chamber. I don't know why they put it on the on the card on the card for it. it. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't make no sense. There's, there was hardly any setup for the storyline. And I, I think once again, as the pay-per-views get closer and closer and closer, they don't have time to set up the storyline. It, it just no. doesn't happen. And this is a prime example of that. So how about uh, a triple, a handicap match for the IC title when Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush Take on the ordinary man that does extraordinary things, Finn <laughs> Balor, in a handicap match. Ooh, well, do you want to put? Uh, would you like to put a steak dinner on it that Balor wins his intercontinental title for the first time? I agree. I, but, I think I think that should be it. I think it should be. I think this. I think it's time for him to get a major title like that. Set up a little feud between he and Lashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, a bigger feud and maybe bring in Drew McIntyre into the match. I think that would be a great match for WrestleMania, a triple oh, threat yeah. match with Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Finn Balor. I mean, all three are pros. All mm-hmm. three can do it. And then you've got uh, Rush, uh, who, I mean, this kid, if you've seen him on 205 Live or you saw him in ROH, he is sculpted. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not a big kid, but he is sculpted. And he can do some amazing things in the ring. But I do think uh, it will be Finn Balor, your new Intercontinental Champion. We'll keep our fingers crossed for that one. 
Well, let's hope so, because maybe the Ballard Club can make a comeback there, and and then uh, Anderson and uh, what's this? What's the other guys? Oh, Anderson, uh, yeah, Anderson and, and uh, Gallows. Gallows. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll come to the ring to make sure there's no interference, or maybe to help Ballard out. You never know. I mean, I would like. I would to love see it. That, but. Yeah, I would love to see the Ballard Club make their little appearance. But uh, Yeah, you brought up a couple of names, Gallows and Anderson. Uh, yep, yep. A couple of days ago, uh, Zane texted me, and he says, where are the good brothers? Where are Gallows and Anderson? I said back, I said, uh, well, they're on SmackDown being buried. And yep. that's where they, I mean, why? I don't understand it. They could do so many things if they would just think. Well, I just don't understand why they do this to their tag team division. I don't know why that they bury. I mean, you, you bring them over here from another organization. You bring them over here from New Japan Pro Wrestling, where they were absolute gods over there, and then you take a shovel, hand it to them, and go, where would you like your plot? Oh, um, just I don't a shame. get it. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is a shame. That's why a lot of people are jumping ship. Yeah. They want to know why things are happening. Okay, this is the reason why. This is the reason why they can't keep anybody. This is the reason why the WWE's ratings are so down they can't take it anymore. So I don't know. That, so that, that, how do they go get ratings? They bring back the McMahons. Give me a break. Don't like it. But on Monday Night Raw, we have new tag team champions. The Revival finally get their championship belt. And good for them because they've deserved it. But they had been talking about going to uh, all elite wrestling. So maybe that was the way that uh, Vince and the guys said, uh, we want to keep these guys around so we can bury them some more. Well, I don't think that they'll they'll keep the titles long. I mean, okay, fine. We gave you the tag team titles. That's great because the Internet is blowing up about you all leaving for AEW. I don't blame Vince for doing what he can because I know Vince McMahon he's not scared of what's going on but heck half these people that they're talking to right now that they want to bring in uh like Randy Orton yeah is he gonna jump I doubt it I doubt it I too. sincerely yeah. doubt that um who would miss the revival who would miss them in a couple of months we probably wouldn't even remember their names yeah I but I like them Oh, yeah, I know. I they're kind of a throwback. I mean, they're kind of like the Andersons or the Brain Busters. Oh, yes. I, and I like that kind of tag team wrestling. But then again, I want to ask you about Seth Rollins uh, and uh, the the situation with him going to WrestleMania against, um, how do I put it now? Brock. Yeah. Brock. Boring. Lesnar. Boring. <sighs> Boring, boring. Seth gets out, cuts a promo talking about how he took six F, whatever they call him, F that. Yeah. <laughs> you can F six that. F five. I, I took six F five. Oh. I'm still standing. I didn't care. That, big deal. I just, I am so over Brock. Yeah. I, I've said it before. I don't, it's nothing personal, Mm-mm. but. They write him into such a hole because yep. they give him four four moves to do, and he, you know he can do more than that. He's more talented mm-hmm. than that. Oh, and yeah. I, I I just I, – I just 
that that might be a match on WrestleMania that I might even turn off. You know, just because I I just don't care. I, I don't think a lot. care. Yeah, we don't. You know, because we've seen it over and over and over and over again. And his promo didn't mean anything. The only thing that I liked about it was when Paul Heyman did his little promo that they did back and forth, but they didn't do nothing for me this time. No, it didn't excite me. Even with Paul Heyman talk, it didn't excite me. It was yeah. like big deal. Okay. I don't care if I have to sell my soul to the devil himself. Uh, well, you okay, probably couldn't then, get a buck 25 for that soul, you know? No. Uh, and the <laughs> devil went down to Georgia. Why don't you talk to uh, the CDB? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why don't you talk to him real quick? <laughs> Maybe he can help you with the song. Oh, couldn't you see him come? Couldn't you see Seth Rollins coming out to Charlie Daniels with the Devil came down to Georgia? Oh, that would be awesome! I would love it. I mean, I love yeah, some CDB now. Yeah, now that would be that would be pretty uh, awesome to hear yep. that his music. That would but, be well, they you, would they use country music to bring in somebody besides Hillbilly Jim? Oh, so, yeah. don't go messing with the country boy. Yeah, country boy. yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. Well, I I, I want to ask you about something. A couple other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those is uh, Impact Star Eli Drake. Ooh. Uh, he just did an interview with a guy named Ross Kelly, mm-hmm. and Eli Drake uh, said in this interview that he wants wrestling to be geared towards adults. But he fears that uh, the WWE era, uh, the Attitude Era, went a little bit too far with the Attitude Era. He wants to uh, that bring it back, but to also rein it in a little bit to be smarter about it. What, what do you think about that? Well, how could it have been too much? I mean, yeah, some of the some of the, the little things that they did was a little bit over the top, but that's what made the Attitude Era the number one thing to watch on Monday night, no one's going to ever bring back the attitude area. There's just, there's no way. I don't care if you hit somebody with a thousand metal trash cans, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You want to bring back a little blood. You want to bring back some matches that, but you can't do that. Mick Foley could only went through that hell in the cell one time. Right. It's over. There's nothing you can do again. We've seen everything. I mean, there's some things that we can't even talk about. That, that we have right. seen, but you can't bring back an attitude error. The error is gone. It's over. And I don't think I don't think you could get away like with. I don't think you could get away with some of the things, you know, like the Val Venuses and, uh, and then the way they treated uh, the the women back no, then with the bra no and panty matches. No, and I'll I'll be honest no with you. I mean, I am a red blooded American man. I like to look at me some dead gum good looking women. But I was even offended by that. So, Jim Cornette said this one a long time ago on one of his podcasts that if they did something like when one I can't remember who had that was pregnant and she had a miscarriage. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Even Jim brought that. He goes, "If I had saw this today, he said whoever came up with that line, whoever came up with that storyline, I would find it." And I would beat the living dogness out of him mm-hmm. because maybe my you never know maybe my wife has had this happen to her maybe another woman has seen this and done this happen to her you can't get away with that anymore and so people are so offended these days that company will be out of business in two weeks <laughs> they would somebody <laughs> will knock them out of yeah yeah I mean the snowflakes will fall so hard on that company 
it'll be piled up. It'll be like the day after tomorrow, the movie, where all the snow was. No, it, it just can't happen. You, the attitude error is over. Yeah, but I do think over. there. I do think there is room for there a is? little bit more adult type storylines. You could be more creative by going back into time and saying, "Hey, this worked. Let's try this and see if it works today." And then you're going to know when things go too far, especially today, in this oh, yeah. politically correct climate. When was the last time we saw a loser leave town match? Good Lord. Uh, how many times did Bill Dundee and Jerry Lawler have to leave Memphis? Oh, man. <laughs> they kept you all in business, Bubba. We've <laughs> <laughs> seen all these hair matches. We've seen the cage matches. We've seen the, the lumberjack, the the. The, the cowbell on a, on a pole match or whatever. or The, the, the four-corner seen... Texas rope match. You're going to find what works and what doesn't, you know? Yes. I think sometimes when you look back into the past mm-hmm. and you can say, you know what, I remember watching Dusty Rhodes with that cowbell on a rope match. You oh, know, yeah. and, I, and then I can remember Dusty Rhodes when uh, he uh, beat Tully Blanchard and he had Baby Doll as his – a valet for a day mm-hmm. and making her slop pigs and milk cows. And that mm-hmm. was funny, good yeah. stuff. And I think you could go back a little bit and say, Hey, let's give this a try and maybe put a modern spin onto it. You know, maybe they could do something that's never been seen before on TV, but the way things are, it's hard to get even a storyline together. Like you just said a few minutes ago, the WWE can't even they can't even look at themselves in the mirror because they can't even come up with another storyline because they got a pay-per-view coming up within another another 2 weeks. Uh, I think it was last year when the MK Bandit was on the uh, on the podcast with us and uh, we were talking about how uh, how far out a promotion actually mm-hmm. uh, looks at their storylines and he says they build from like the WWE would build from WrestleMania Mm-hmm. and go backwards trying to build storylines. Yeah. If they're doing that, they're doing a poor job. Oh, and, my gosh. And, but then again, think about this, all the injuries that come up that might throw a monkey wrench into it. But it seems like if you are creative, mm-hmm. and I will go back to the Kofi Kingston show on, on, uh, on SmackDown, yeah. where they had two days to come up with what this was going to happen, and it was entertaining. It was fun. So let's go back even a few years back when Bray Wyatt was going to take on Finn Balor. And it was going to be Sister Abigail against the Demon King, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And here comes Bray Wyatt and a whole bunch of the roster coming down very ill. Uh, they could mm-hmm. not compete because it was dangerous for them and the other wrestlers. So oh, what yeah. did they do? They, they put their thinking caps on in a classic match. Here's AJ Styles touring in South Africa. They say, AJ, we need you to hop on a plane. He flies in two days' time, comes over to the United States, and puts on an absolute clinic with Finn Balor and the Bullet Club. Uh, It was, you know, the people were going crazy because they were both members of the Bullet Club. Oh, yeah. That's creativity. Yes, it is. And I think they're lacking that now. I don't know what they're doing. I, I I know that Abyss and 
someone else from TNA is coming uh, over. Sonya Dutt. Sanjay, Sanjay Dutt. Are supposed to be on the creative team now. Mm-hmm. Now, can that work? Would it work? Can they bring – I mean, Abyss has been in the, in, the, in the business for so long. Maybe he can bring something to the table and say, look, guys, this ain't going to work. This would work. Yeah. This could work. But this right here is not going to work. And, and you maybe know, they'll listen. Huh? I hope they listen. I think sometimes when they get their creative team together, that maybe the creative team is scared to speak up because you might have Vince there saying, no, 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 you're fired. No. And because, you know, they made this big deal about uh, the McMahons coming back, which – Oh, don't get me started on that mess. But uh, yeah, I'm wondering yeah. how many of them are just yes men right now. I really do. Well, when Jim Cornette was on the creative team, he said that they would nobody could make a decision unless Vince okayed it. Unless he said it was okay to do it, then nothing else got. They could throw 100 ideas at the man, and he would grab one of them, and that would be it. And he would go with that, even if it was, uh, you know, Penguins on Ice doing a, a, a doing song and dance or something. I think I think I just gave them their next pay per view. You never know. But it, let's just say this: Vince don't like professional wrestling. He never has. He wants to be a movie. He wants to be in the movies. He wants to do professional football. He he wants to do all. He wants to be the Walt Disney of professional wrestling. And that's what uh, that's what Stephanie said a few weeks ago. That uh, that she said in twenty years she wouldn't be surprised if uh, Titan Sports and WWE was bigger than Walt Disney. And I have to giggle because that's never going to happen. No, there's no way. I mean, if you if you say professional wrestling, you think WWE now. Yeah. But they're not – they're a household name. They always will be a household name. Right. But so is Trash, too, and it gets old. It stinks when it gets old, too. <laughs> so, but, I mean, that's I'm, it. I'm going to tell, tell everyone that's listening right now, uh-huh. I think it was on our last podcast, I was wondering about – how ROH was going to be able to survive with uh, the uh, the situation where they've lost so many wrestlers. Well, evidently, ROH, Impact, and uh, the new All Elite Wrestling and maybe New Japan and some of the other promotions mm-hmm. are starting to talk where they're going to kind of share talent a little bit. And there is a, a some new blood coming in to ROH. And I think I even put something on the, the Facebook page of a new faction uh, that has uh, come in uh, that is absolutely so much fun to watch. You can call themselves Lifeblood. It's <laughs> Juice Robinson, Bandito, Tracy Williams, Mark Haskins, David Finley, and they have a female member, the former M- Emma, uh, who well, has okay. been out, out of action because of injury and also mm-hmm. a medical issue that she's faced. Uh, they made their premiere on ROH TV. And I've watched matches with these guys, and these guys can go. So ROH uh, is going to be fine. I think they're going to be absolute fine. They're going to be in Las Vegas March the 5th uh, with a a big promotion, a pay-per-view, their 17th anniversary, or March the 15th. And if I I had any money after being (laughs) sick so long, it's going to be at Sam's Town, and uh, that's in Las Vegas on March the 15th. I think it's going to be just a great, great show. So I, I encourage people to uh, to check out ROH, any of the independents around. Give them a shot, okay? 
I think it's a great idea. I think that's uh, that they that's what A and AEW. I call them, called them A and W. Yeah. Dang, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I think A AEW and all the other promotions that are going to, uh, you know, they they need to start, you know, switching out talent and doing that. They they, they need to because yeah. that's what Vince Senior did. When they, when he first started, he traded out talent. I'll give you so many dates for Andre, and that's what I the N- the uh, the old NWA did too. Yes, uh, they would they would switch talent out. You know, somebody might be in a territory for a year or two years, and then go to a to uh, they might go from Memphis down to Dallas or or to Houston or to New Orleans, and uh, they're going to have to do some of that that kind of stuff to promote themselves and cross promote themselves. And they're going to have to, yes. yeah. I think it's going to be an exciting time. I'm going mm-hmm. to throw out a couple of other names here. Uh, okay. If you have a, a smartphone, uh, mm-hmm. check out uh, the Fight TV app. Oh, uh, yeah. They have several different forms and different types of wrestling, uh, pay-per-views, and then some that are absolutely free, including, I think, ROH. Uh, Pluto TV runs uh, 24 hours of AAA promotion, also uh, 24 hours of impact, including some of the newer stuff. And then Twitch TV, which is on uh, the Internet. I don't know if they have an app or not. Uh, they also uh, do uh, wrestling. They have some impact on there. And they have the House of Hardcore. So there's plenty of venues out there outside of the WWE. We talk a lot about the WWE, but if you're a professional wrestling fan or if you don't like what's going on with the WWE, Hey, go to someplace else. Don't worry about what's going on with Vince and the guys. Just uh, explore and have fun. And then you can find stuff on YouTube, some some great videos from other promotions all around the world. It, I think it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It is, and it's about time that we have a different variety of wrestling. You've got Ring of Honor. You've got uh, AAA. You've got Lucha Underground. You've got, Ring, you've got Impact. You've got now AEW, and you've got... New Japan, All Japan, you got all these, you got all kinds of wrestling that you can go see. I mean, go on YouTube and look for the NWA Southern Heavyweight Wrestling or something like that or Saw. Uh, I mean, I, I I look on YouTube all the time for professional wrestling. And I find a, a a load of it. I mean, even on the indie circuit, which sometimes the indie circuit, I'm I've seen some videos that have been put on you know face our the Facebook page and. I mean, if you're going to rock a wrestler to sleep. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, really? Gentleman, Gentleman Jervis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw yeah. that, and I, w- I was about to open up my mouth and stick my foot in it as far as it would go, but then oh, I kept yeah. my mouth shut. Yeah. But, see, that's, what's, that's what the problem is. I mean, everybody thinks that wrestling is supposed to be comedy. Well, yeah, it can be comedy what it wants to be, but when I see Ronald McDonald getting on the top rope or I see Michael Jackson doing a moonwalk and kicking somebody, I wonder what has happened to professional or like joey ryan that has the uh tremendous you know unbeatable person or i won't mention anything else like that yeah i don't yeah, want to see that yeah i well, don't want to see it and that that's the thing if you don't like what yeah. that person's doing watch something watch else it. yeah yeah don't, go, watch, don't it. watch it you don't have to like i told a friend a friend of mine that works here with me i said look i can watch old wrestling and i can watch you know the rock beat Mick Foley with a chair over 12 times, and I could still get goosebumps when he got thrown off hell in the cell. And I could still, I love to hear the crowd, the, you know, the glass breaking when Stone Cold come through the curtain. And I mean, I like the old, the old 
were uh, Kerry Von Erich and the, the Texas Tornado. Uh, against the, the Von Erichs against the Freebirds, great stuff. The, yeah, the Von Erichs versus the Freebirds, or or Jerry Lawler versus Bill Dundee, or I don't, all these older wrestlers. That's what I like to see, but that's all in the past, and now it's this this version of professional wrestling. But, you know, whoever likes it, that's great. I mean, I, I, I give you all credit, but I want to see a storyline that I can sink my teeth into, and I cannot wait for the next Monday Night Raw or the next whatever to see what's going to happen on the next episode. Not this, well, we're going to tell you what's going to happen as soon as he walks down the ramp. Let me talk about his knee injury 6,000 times. No, that doesn't interest me anymore. I mean, let me go watch the paint dry on the wall real quick. I think that's more, or I can count the cigarette butts that are on this floor right now. No, thanks. No, no, what do you want to do? I don't know. Well, thank you, Chris, and uh, we'll be sure. talking to you after the Elimination Chamber. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, and we're going to have some other things happening with uh, the Turnbuckle Trash soon. Okay, thank you, Chris. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot. Okay. Have a good one. Yep. More trash is on the way on TurnbuckleTrash.net. Oh, he's got him in a subatomic headlock. Ow, that's got to hurt. Actually, I can tell you from experience, it does hurt. You were arrested? No, just married. It's time to take out the trash. It's Valentine's weekend, so I thought it'd be kind of fun to to look at some of the couples in professional wrestling. Uh, Here are some of the more famous couples in pro wrestling that are are married or together. The Callaways, The Undertaker, and Michelle McCool. Uh, They've been married since 2010. Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Karen Angle. They are uh, together since 2010 also. Of course, they had that, uh, that angle with Kurt Angle, which was a real storyline. Uh, they are a couple. Of course, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, uh, they were married years ago in uh, 2003. Also, a, a couple in the WWE, uh, the retired wrestler Tyson Kidd, who still does some things backstage, and Natalia. By the way, Tyson Kidd in Toledo, had his rental car stolen this week. The Guerreros, the late Eddie Guerrero and Vicky Guerrero, of course, uh, were married until the time of Eddie's death in 2005. Booker T and Queen Shamel, born, uh, they were uh, married in 2005. Brock Lesnar is married to Sable, because they've been married since 2006. Brock Lesnar and Sable. Davey Richards, Angelina Love from TNA Wrestling. They've been married since 2015. Of course, Cody and Brandy. They are married. They've been working together in ROH. Uh, They worked together a little bit in the WWE and more. Cody and Brandy. Daniel Bryan married to Brie Bella. Dean Ambrose, Renee Young were married last year. John Hinnigan and Talia married last year. Bray Wyatt and JoJo are a couple right now. Uh, CM Punk and AJ Lee married in 2014. The Usos and Naomi. We have some Uso news coming up in the discussion with Zane. Jimmy is in a little bit of trouble. The Miz and Maurice. Of course, the 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 stars of The Miz and Mrs. and their new uh, reality show is getting ready to premiere again on the USA Network. Bailey 
Uh, Bailey is married to an independent wrestler, Aaron Swallow, Alistair Black, and Selena, Selena Vega. They were recently married. The Aldises, the NWA champion, uh, Nick Aldis, is married to WWE superstar, Mickey James. Rusev and Lana. <sighs> Lana. Uh, they've been married since 2016. Happy Valentine's Day to all the happy couples. And now, uh, for the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, the other couples. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, sometimes love doesn't go exactly the way you want it to, right? Uh, Impact wrestler Bram and Charlotte Flair were married at one time. They split up. Lita, of course, had that uh, Edge and Matt Hardy situation. Uh, which was true life, but they also put it on uh, the WWE. Other couples that, uh, well, they um, didn't quite make it included Sonny and Chris Candio. Remember that? DDP and the beautiful Kimberly. Uh, they no longer are together. You have Zack Ryder and Emma, Big Cass and Mella, Drew McIntyre and Taryn Terrell, Paige and Alberto Del Rio, and, of course, you're going to put in there Xavier Woods with that famous video. Uh, also, Enzo and Liv Morgan were an item for a while. Seth Rollins and Sarah Shibler. Sarah got into a lot of trouble with social media, and that kind of broke up. Uh, John Morrison was uh, hooked up with Melina for a while. Tori Wilson, Billy Kidman. Uh, here's one that made me laugh, uh, thinking back. The Undertaker. Remember when he had the tattoo that says, Sarah? Boy, he had to take that off, didn't he? It didn't last. Chris Sabin and Velvet Sky. Punk and Lita. Alicia Fox and Wade Barrett were an item at one time. Bobby Lashley and Crystal, uh, who was on the Diva Search in 2005. Gold Dust and Terry Runnels. Uh, the Macho Man, Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. Of course, after they split, uh, Miss Elizabeth uh, hooked up with Lex Luger and then uh, she passed away. And there, of course, there was that big breakup of the last year after a proposing marriage at WrestleMania. Nikki and John are no longer together. So you can have love during Valentine's Day. And then there's the opposite. Turnbuckle Trash fans, you can stay in the ring with us by following us on Facebook and clicking that like button on our Facebook page, Turnbuckle Trash. Or you can follow us on Twitter, at Turnbuckle Trash. And in case you got any comments, suggestions, or questions, you can email us at WPFpod at gmail.com. Again, that's WPFpod at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Turnbuckle Trash is proud to present to you one half. Oh, wait, we're both here. 
We're two halves. We're two halves. We make a whole. We make a whole, Dave. A whole, not, not a, a whole bunch of something, anyway. Not huh? a, not a donut hole, Dave. Why do oh, you always go to food? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> well, you know how I am, anyway. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. Remember when Road Dog was on Raw like last week? Uh huh. Yeah, it was funny. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, but. Um, yeah, that has to do with a, a guy that you really like. You you like the uh, Elias thing, but you're not oh, really yeah. happy with it. Are we going to talk about this now, Dave? Because I'm really upset right now. I don't. We, you better give me a minute to calm down. I bet. <laughs> well, we'll come back to that. <laughs> hey, um, it, I, I would love to talk to you about the double or nothing. The uh, the situation that you had with trying to buy tickets. Ah. You were actually trying to get tickets, weren't you? Well, Dave, let's talk for a moment about AEW. So, um, last was February 7th. They announced, you know, that when tickets were going to go on sale and all that stuff. And so, um, I went online real quick and they were giving out random pre-sale codes um, so if you entered your email address, there was a – I don't know what the chance was, but there was a chance that you could get a pre-sale code. Well, I got a pre-sale code, and I was like, oh my gosh, I might actually be able to, to do this. Yeah, that would be cool. I was like, I got a pre-sale code. Like I can – they went on sale at 10 a.m. Pacific time, and and I looked – and I was on ready to rock and roll at 10 a.m., Mountain time. So I went to lunch and forgot all about it. And I was like, came back from lunch and I was like, oh, oh crap. So um, luckily the guy that I work with is pretty cool, right? So I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. For the next like hour, I'm not going to do any work. I says, this is, uh, this is, you're, you're on your own. So I'm like, put him in the driver's seat. And I'm like, made him be my chauffeur. So I jump online. I register, uh, you know, real quick. I put in my credit card information. I'm like, ready to go. And it's like, pick your seating area. So I picked like a good, they were going to be like $121 a piece. So, so it was kind of in a, you know, the middle price range, not the real expensive ones, not the real cheap ones. And I'm like, you know, I could probably swing a couple hundred bucks. This is going to, this is going to be awesome. So I pick my section and I go to the next thing. I put in my credit card information. Then it says, "Congratulations, you're waiting in line." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And I'm like sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And then all of a sudden, it it uh, it kicks me out and it says, "The event that you're trying to purchase is no longer available." So I hurry. I go back to the email that I got and I, I said, "It is still available." It says that they. The pre-sale goes till 5 p.m. tonight. There's still tickets. There's, you know, so I go through it all again. Uh, and they must have just had so much web traffic, right? Oh, so yeah. I go through, do the same thing ever. Log in, create my account. It doesn't save anything, of course, right? So put my credit card information in. Pick my price seating range. And then it says, bad request. And kicks me back out again. Dang. And I'm like, by this third time, I'm like, 
getting furious, right? I'm like, what the heck is going on with their stinking website? So I go through it all again. You know, kind of reminds me of that, you know, that goofy cartoon when he says, you know, you grab them by the tail, you swing them around, you stomp on them, and then you give them the old heave ho. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was just like sequence over and over again, you know, <laughs> sign in for the account, put in your credit card number, picture session. And I'm like, by the third time, I'm like, wham, 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 through it, right? And finally, it's like, congratulations, you're waiting in line again. Okay. You know, and I'm like, oh, great. It's like, you're going to, it's like, just be patient. We're letting people go through, we're releasing groups of people so many at a time so that we don't flood the system. So I wait in line or whatever for 45 minutes on my oh, phone. Man. And you, and like I said, I didn't do any work the last half of the day. <laughs> 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 and, and and keep in mind, like, you can't let your phone screen go off because if you have to power up your phone or whatever again, then so, like, I'm having to touch my phone screen and keep it alive and keep the – and you got to be careful not to refresh your browser or not to go into any – so I'm standing there for, like, 45 minutes looking at my phone, like, and it keeps saying, you're waiting in line, you're waiting in line. Finally, it starts thinking, and it, this little clock thing comes up, and it's like, your tickets are ready to go. Um and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's finally happening. So I click two tickets for the medium price range, and I go forward, and it says, there are no tickets available for your price range. Oh. So I click best available seating, and it, so it goes the clear up in the nosebleeds. The tickets were 36 bucks, uh -huh. and it says, this is the best section available. And I says, okay, fine, whatever. I just want to go for the nostalgia of it. Give me two tickets. And it says, we're sorry. We do not have two tickets available together in this section. Oh, dang. If I got to go – if I'm going to go to AEW, I'm not going to sit in one seat and have Dave sit in another seat. Yeah. You know, I'm like, we got to be sitting next to each other. So that we can high five and you know oh and have a blast and, and you know and then when those 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 nostalgic moments like Cody Rhodes winning the NWA title so that Dave could reach you know I've been waiting for this moment my whole life I'm going to cry this is so good <laughs> this, this is so, so special to me you know this was the title that Cody's father held yeah <laughs> but it didn't work huh so it says tickets go on sale to the general public February thirteenth so yesterday morning. You know, I'm like, well, maybe I'll still have a chance. I get on there and type in AEW, and it says AEW tickets sell out in four minutes. Four minutes. It makes me wonder how many they released on the pre-sale versus the regular sale or whatever. But but the pre-sale, I would waited for 45 minutes and had the option of the nosebleeds, and that was about it. Well, at least you tried. <laughs> at least we tried, but. On a side note, Dave, February 23rd, there is a live event for a new independent professional wrestling league in Logan. I'm not in Logan. I'm sorry, Salt Lake. You're in Logan. Duh. And I'm going to go to that. Oh, Devotion? Devotion Championship Wrestling. The the guy we've been trying to get on the pod that runs the promotion, Manny Lemons, or is – a busy guy. He he travels about three days out of the week, and then he does his school the other three days of the week. So the only, literally the only day he has at home is I think Sunday. And if I were him, I wouldn't want to record and talk to two numbskulls on a Sunday either. So you can't blame him. 
So, that, that's but I did, awesome, I did talk to Manny. He was really, really awesome about it. And he said that if I come early to the show, that he's going to get a whole bunch of, of uh, people to, to talk to us and, and be on the podcast with us. He said, you guys can even do a live show or a live stream or anything you want to do from the show. And Aww. so that was cool of him. That's, that, so. that's awesome. And you yeah, know what? He, I he can't felt go. pretty bad. He felt pretty bad. I can't go. What? I can't. We're having flooring put in that day. You know what, Dave? Yeah. Uh, got priorities, this, huh? This podcast is over. We're done. <laughs> We're through. If if I can work it out, I will try. Absolutely. I will you know, absolutely Dave, try. You know what I would do, Dave, just for you? What? I would even I would even pay your entrance fee into the event. Dude. <laughs> you would? I would do that for you. Yeah. And I would even buy your dinner at Carl's Jr. At Carl's Jr.? Double Western pa- bacon cheeseburger mm-hmm. minus the cheese? Oh, I love the Western. Number Dang. three. Mm. Oh. Carl's Jr. We always talk about food at one point or another, don't we? You know, that- Dave, I, I am on a seafood diet. You are? Yes, I see food and I eat it. <laughs> waka waka, as they say, huh? Yes, exactly. Well, that that's awesome. It's a new promotion. It's in Salt Lake City, but uh, they do a wrestling school too. And I understand that they've actually moved. They started off uh, kind of in the southern area of uh, Salt Lake City and South Salt Lake, and now they, they've moved up to really close to the Vivint Smart Home Arena, uh, basically across the street, that's where the Utah Jazz play. Yeah, they're going to be in, in. I guess there's a little area in the Gateway, the there that they um, they're going to be at. So, well, that yeah. that's awesome. I I hope everything can work out. I, I will I will give it a try, but but I will be getting down there this year. I guarantee you that. Absolutely, so. absolutely. You know, and I hope that the weather cooperates too, because you know. I don't really want to be on the freeway going 20 miles an hour trying to get to a professional wrestling event, you know. And I don't know how many people have been following the weather in Utah. I mean, we've had some nasty weather. Oh, yeah. Uh, Especially you guys got hammered up there. Yeah, we did. We got hammered yesterday with about eight inches of snow in about five hours. And and now it's just it's gorgeous outside. It's wet, but uh, we have temperatures in the 40s. But, yeah, we have mountain passes and... And all kinds of things that we have to deal with during the winter. And uh, there's a really nasty one between here and uh, Salt Lake City that you very well know. I'm not sure about where you're at now. Would you have to go through Soldier Summit? Uh, I have the choice. I can go either over to Nephi and go up or I can go over. So it's, it's honestly, it's about the same. It might be like three minutes longer to go through Soldier Summit, but it's really not much different. Sometimes we'll go that way just for a change of scenery. And if you guys, you know, if you're listening to us, uh, Washington State or Louisiana or someplace, Soldier Summit, uh, the highway there is one of the most dangerous in the United States. I think highway it's like six. in the top five. Yeah, Highway Six, and it's it, you know, and it, it, the funny thing is, I'm like, I always am like, how? Why is this such a dangerous road? It's a nice road. It's wide. It's it's you know, but the problem is, is people go so fast because it is such a nice road let's go back to uh, the double or nothing because i have some things that i have found uh, to talk about that uh, you tried to get on get the tickets and it was a great story i mean waiting for 45 minutes and then getting kicked out yeah that's awesome but <laughs> four minutes they sold it out in four minutes 
Cody Rhodes on Twitter uh, noted that, that it was the first same-day sellout for pro wrestling in Las Vegas. Tickets were purchased from all 50 of the United States. Uh, plus Washington, D.C., which, of course, we know is not part of the United States. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, 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 that's the, what you should say is the first alien nation from a, 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 a alien planet <laughs> purchases <laughs> wrestling yeah. tickets. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just I when I, whenever they you know they say and Washington D.C. I know it's a district, but yeah, but it is part. <laughs> this cracks me up. Uh, they also had tickets purchased from Puerto Rico, Canada, the United Kingdom, Mexico, Costa Rica, Australia, Germany, Finland, Panama. And Australia, all coming to Las Vegas to go to Double wow. or Nothing. That is incredible to um, sell that out in four minutes. So do we know how big the MGM Grand Arena is? Hmm. I might be able to look that up on yeah. good old internet here. So Look, dude, I've got the interweb right in front of me. Can you uh, believe this? Wow, that's amazing. Grand Garden Arena, MGM. So it's 17,157 seats. Wow. How much does the Delta Center hold? Uh, it's close to thirteen thousand. Yeah, it? It, it's it's probably around closer to fifteen. So, what is it nowadays? It's it's something different every fetching month. It, seems it is like. the Vivint Smart Home Arena. Oh, Vivint Smart Home is one of these services and people they build all kinds of stuff for home security, and they're huge. Yeah, they're, they're huge. They're big. Anyway, so what, um, so what I could yeah. do is I could say, "All right, Dave, I'm with Vivint. Have you heard of the crime rate in your area?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say I live in one of the safest cities in the entire country, but we do have our own crime. I'm telling you, we've had some, we've had a couple of shootings recently. We've had, uh, um, we had that that gentleman that that was sending letters to the president, uh, <laughs> laced with. Uh, a very dangerous chemical that could be mixed together to make racing. Uh, it was like three blocks from here where they got this guy taken care That's of. So we funny, don't have dude. our crime here. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, we probably have crime down here too, but nobody ever hears of it. <laughs> this place is like the holy Mecca hidden gem of Utah. It's like you have to plan on going here. I can't say I've ever been to San Pete County. I, I don't think I have. <laughs> but that's great, man. Yeah, that's the home of Snow College. Is that right? Which Snow? That's which college? Snow, Snow College, baby. Okay. Yeah. And what's their mascot? A badger. <laughs> We're the badgers. We're the badgers. Feisty little buggers, huh? Yeah. That's great. But, hey, May the 25th. It's going to be at the MGM Arena, Grand Arena. Uh, it's going to be all elite wrestling, double or nothing. And uh, I don't know if my wife's going to listen to this or not, but I think that's going to be my birthday present this year, I think, so I can I can watch it on my computer. I think I'm oh. going to do the, do the purchase. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, very, I'm looking very seriously at that because, you know, how many action figures can I really have in my collection? Maybe you could sell some on eBay to pay for it. That's true. I recently did sell some of my really good comic books. Yeah, I sold uh, um, an amazing Spider-Man. Uh, sold it. Uh, uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to brag here. 
I paid twenty six for the twenty cents for the book, uh-huh. and then I had it graded, which increased the value, and it cost ten dollars to get it graded. So, I you know twenty cents, ten dollars, uh, then the shipping. Uh, I sold it and uh, for eighty five bucks. Nice, dude. Yeah, nice. That's nice. Was there ever any wrestling? Ever any wrestling comics? Yes, there were. Uh, WWE put out some wrestling. Co- There's. Um, I think it was from Dark Horse Comics, and uh, I have I have that. And then WCW actually put out a line of comics for a while, and I, I can't remember where I was, but I actually found one that had Ron Simmons on the cover. So oh, I, really? I I got that for like a buck, at, you know, in a bargain bin. And <laughs> uh, then there's uh, some other comics out there. Uh, you've had CM Punk that wrote uh, for Thor and the Thor Annual, and yeah. uh, then Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian uh, have also written comic books or written stories for Marvel Comics, and they have their own line out. And uh, I think there's also uh, an independent comic book line, and I'm just trying to do this off the head, and I can't remember what it was, but it was actually uh, ranked as one of the best comics of the year by comicbook.com for 2017. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So they're out there. I mean, I think even Lucha Underground put out a line of uh, some comics. I've Did never they really? seen one didn't do anything. So You're so smart, Dave. SMRT, that's me. I was going to ask you about something that you texted me today, okay? So I'm going to uh, ask uh, am you. Am I ready for this? I don't know if I'm ready for this. But we've given you so many minutes since the beginning of the podcast to to calm down. Okay, can you we lead into it gradually somehow? Okay, well we'll we'll lead into it gradually. I don't know if I can handle this. Okay, give yourself a few minutes. Okay, I want to let's rewind first, shall we? Okay. Okay, let's rewind to the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. The first entrant in the Royal Rumble was one of my favorite superstars currently. Elias. J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. Spell his name right, okay? That's right, yes. Slap nuts. (laughs) I don't know what slap nuts means, but I have no idea, but it's fun to say, right? Right, it is fun. Let's (laughs) say it together. Slap Slap nuts. nuts. Oh, that was fun. you got to have that accent like Jeff, too. You know? Okay, I can do that because I'm from Tennessee. Yeah, well, you know who else could do it? Uh, Chris? Chris. Chris, he could do it real he good. It. Maybe he would be a little having too much twang in it, though. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like you slap nuts, you're turning your diapers into depends. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great spot. It was. You know? It was great. And so, you know, the following night on Raw... You know, we have uh, an altercation with with Jeff Jarrett and the road dog Jesse James, and um, who used to be tag teams, right? Double J and, and the road dog used to be a tag team, and and uh, and here, you know, Elias is in there too. You know, they're giving Elias stress and stuff, and and then Jeff hits Elias with the guitar and it doesn't break. I was like. What in the heck was that all about? But whatever, move forward. Because I'm sure it was still, you don't always have to break a guitar for it to hurt, right? Okay. So then we move on to the next week. We've got a match on Raw. And 
it had the potential to be a pretty decent match. I was like excited to see Double J back in the ring, and he, you know, he didn't look half bad. He 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 was hitting the ropes, and he was he was. Uh, I mean, for he's probably pushing fifty, right? I mean, the guy looked pretty decent for for. I mean, the guy didn't look like he had a lot of ring rust or anything at all. Because I, I, I'm sure he's been keeping pretty busy on the independent circuit. Um. So, anyways, we have the, a match that kind of doesn't really go anywhere, right? It just kind of was like, well, that was such a cool build-up for a match that really was not that great. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe we'll have some kind of an Elias Double J, you know, build-up and a feud for the next couple months until we get to WrestleMania. But what do they do this week on Raw? Please tell us, Dave. Um, I, I'll swear. I'll swear if I tell you. Oh, we can't well. swear. <laughs> I don't want you to swear on this year podcast. We can't do that because this is a family show, you know? Can't, we can't We can't use that kind of damn language here. So, yes. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Elias comes out and does his little strum and says... Hello, I'm Elias. And then immediately, the WWE switches to a backstage segment with the man, Becky Lynch, and Finn Balor. And I'm kind of scratching my head saying, what happened? And what were you saying about that time? Um, Curse words? I don't, we can't talk about it on the podcast. Okay, we won't talk about that either. And then they come back, and once again, Elias is introduced, the little strum of the guitar, hello, I'm Elias. And immediately they go to a Seth Rollins set piece about Seth's career over the last year. I, I fast-forwarded through that myself. Uh, but but, did, but did, did Seth Rollins' knee, dude. His oh, knee. I know that knee, man. And then... They come back, and they do a segment again. Introduce, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Great strum of the guitar. And I'm Elias. And all of a sudden, you start hearing, Lucha, 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 Lucha. The Lucha house party. I'm not a fan, to be honest with you. There's something about Kalisto that just bugs me, okay? That's just personal opinion. The other two, I enjoy watching. But they interrupt. And then they did a whole segment where Elias <laughs> did his song. And what a song it was. Mm-hmm. It was great because it was cutting down, what was it, Grand Rapids they were mm-hmm. in? Yeah, he says, you guys call it Beer City or something. He's like, I got to wear bear goggles because you guys are all so ugly here. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And they continued on, and the Lucha House Party didn't make any sense. It made no sense. I mean, you know what the best part of the whole segment was? What was that? When Elias bashed Kalisto over the freaking head with that guitar. I like that part. Because Kalisto deserved it (laughs) for interrupting the greatest musical act today. On the face of the planet. 
But he didn't get a Grammy nomination. You know, the Grammys is so politicized yeah, nowadays. They is, wouldn't know it? a good thing if it hit him in the face. I mean, look at the music nowadays, Dave. I mean, you're talking about auto-tune and techno. And, and they uh, – Dave, rant time. Post Malone is not rap. I'm sorry if you like him, but don't call him rap. Call him whatever you want, but don't call it rap, okay? I thought he was working for the U.S. Postal Service. I I have no idea who the dude is. <sighs> is he a hip-hop artist? I don't know what you'd call him. Uh-huh. I'd call him a, a whiny... Okay. Yeah. We're moving on, right? We're okay. moving on. Okay, yes. This is, this is a wrestling podcast, this is, not a yeah. pop culture <laughs> podcast. We're going to have to call this the pop culture pod. Yeah. Oh. With a little bit of – because we've covered more pop culture today than we have professional wrestling. That's true. Haven't we comic books and all music? Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. But, you know, Elias, he's just looking for a place that's not such a disgrace. He sees so many stupid people. He wants to punch them in the face. That's all Ooh. the guy's looking for. That's all he's doing. All he wants to do so is hard? punch people in the face. That's so hard. That's not so hard. I want to walk with Elias, man. One of the greatest EPs of 2018 was Elias's record. Yeah, loved it. Did you watch the Did you watch the the Walk with Elias in the WWE Network? Yes, I did. <laughs> that was great, wasn't it? Like, but <laughs> I'm like you. I think Elias is much better as a heel. Oh, absolutely. Than he is a face. Just, I didn't uh, understand I mean, that. That yeah. whole thing with with Bobby Lashley, I didn't get that. That was a stupid deal. When you go back uh, with Elias when he did that segment in Seattle uh, with Kevin Owens, and they had 12 minutes of continuous booing so loud they could barely hear each other in the ring, uh, That that's getting heat, baby. And Elias gets heat. Oh, you know, and everybody loves him, too. It's It's so awesome. It's like... It's like everybody loves to hate Elias. It's great. Uh, there's no reason why Elias shouldn't be Intercontinental Champion. You know, I'm sorry. He shouldn't. He should be. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I don't. I mean, I don't mind Bobby Lashley having the title, but I do think that he's probably going to lose it at the Chamber event, mm-hmm. and then maybe we can get Elias against Finn Balor. That would be cool. That'd be fun. The whole Bobby Lashley heel thing is kind of, I don't know, well, to, I don't know. Well, you, I like him better as the heel. I like him better as a heel too, but they could have, uh, you know, they. but as a face, he could have been so awesome too. I mean, like, oh, that's a total, you don't want to talk about a missed mark. You know, I think we talked about that on our top. Our top 2018 things, the missed mark of Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I mean, what an absolute missed opportunity. You know, Bobby Lashley fresh off that 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 streak in TNA of holding all those titles, you know. And, I mean, the guy was pretty, pretty popular in the MMA side of things with Bellator and, and the WWE comes and starts talking about how he loves his sisters. I love you. I love you. So I'm I'm in total agreement with you on that because 
There were two things that happened in 2018 where the WWE just completely, 100% missed two great opportunities. One, WrestleMania last year, we've talked about it, Brock Lesnar, ours now, because I'm not a big fan, instead of going Brock Lesnar, I'm going Brock Lesnar against Strowman at WrestleMania. That should have happened. Yeah, it should yeah. And then when Lashley comes in, they should have had Lashley against Brock Lesnar. But that didn't happen because they had Bobby going, I love you, my sisters. Yeah. They're so wonderful. Come yeah. on, give me a break. And now they got, I mean, which, don't, don't get me wrong, Leo Rush is an okay, you know, okay mouthpiece for him. But yeah. does Bobby Lashley need a mouthpiece? I don't know. His his promo work's not great. It's not it's bad, not. but it's not great. He's not going to be a good talker by any means. But I was watching uh, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush uh, together, and I'm sitting there saying, man, what a tag team that could be. You know, like a thunder and lightning or something they yeah. wanted to call it like that. Because Bobby Lashley is just so huge. And then Leo Rush can fly all over the ring, and he is cut. I mean, that young man is yeah. cut, and he's a great performer. And uh, I, I would love to see them do a, a tag team. Uh, so at Elimination Chamber, he's going up against Finn Balor, right? Yeah, it's going to be a handicap match. Rush is going to be in there, and Bobby Lashley against Finn Balor. So what if Leo Rush wins? I guess he becomes the title holder. I didn't think about that. Maybe they'll both be co-holders of the title. Can our egos be set aside for that to happen? That is the question next on the WWE. Oh, Dave, we're on the frickin' road to WrestleMania. You know, this is supposed to be a friggin' eight-lane freeway, concrete, beautiful, going 75, 80 miles an hour, smooth. But I feel like we're in a gosh damn bottle T Ford going up Tony Grove Canyon, man. What the hell is going on? And it's still a dirt road. <laughs> I don't... You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. I don't know if you've looked at what the elimination chamber is gonna have. There is not a match on there that excites me. I just, it's just uh, okay. I think that this is an absolute wasted, stupid pay per view. They should skip this pay per view and go right to Mania and just do a build. And uh, I, I don't. But uh, we don't. We don't get. We don't get paid to think, right? Obviously. Yeah, or else we'd be in. We'd be WWE employees, not radio guy and a maintenance guy. I mean, I mean, you've got uh, the the women's tag team championship in the chamber, and that's okay. Uh, then uh, you've got Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles versus Jeff, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and Kofi Kingston. But by the way, I mean, Chris and I talked about this, but. What they did with Kofi Kingston taking over for uh, Mustafa Ali because of his concussion. Uh, Kofi lasts over 60 minutes in that gauntlet match. I take my hats off to the guys at the WWE. That was really well done. Kofi Kingston, 
you are a pro, and I just enjoyed every minute of that one. That was fun. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I I always love him. I like him as a solo performer better than The New Day. Yeah. You know, when he was doing, you know, when you come out, SOS. Remember that feud he had with Randy Orton? Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. where he really started getting over, and he destroyed Randy's car. What is the New Day ever going to, like, die off, or is it going to stay forever and ever 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 and ever? I think it's going to hang around because they sell so much merchandise, and they're goodwill ambassadors. Uh, I mean, really. I mean, when when uh, Biggie says, oh, Toledo, don't you dare be sour. And you see the whole crowd just, you know, chanting along with him. I would doubt if they're going to break up anytime soon. <sighs> the kitties love them, don't they? Yeah, and I, I don't even like pancakes. But did you notice Big E coming to the ring with Kofi Kingston on SmackDown? And he was carrying like a huge tube of ground beef (laughs) because Daniel Bryan's a vegan. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) I was laughing so hard, and he was marching like he was in a parade. That made me laugh. I appreciated that. Big E, you the man, I mean, that was awesome. How long is Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles going to feud for? Uh, I think they're going to go through WrestleMania. Really? At least, I mean, if if you were the WWE and you put all this time and effort into uh, Daniel Bryan and changing the belt and making it uh, wood and then using hemp and making a big deal of that, you're not going to let it run for a month and then change that belt again, are you? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I, th- I see that one going for a so while. So let me ask you a question then. Who... Who else is who else is WWE Championship material on the SmackDown brand? Oh man, on the SmackDown brand. Oh, um, I mean, I mean, we got. I mean, okay. There's no doubt that AJ Styles can go. Man, the guy oh, yeah. can go against literally anybody. It probably did. I'll say it because it's true. He is probably the most well-rounded professional wrestler right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. I mean, he's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. That's, yeah. Awesome he is, he is. Yeah. the face that runs that place. You're not going to get any disagreement from me. I, I think he's – I like the feud between he and Daniel because they're just such pros, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. But you know who I would love to see have the belt at least one time for a while? Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe. Oh, man, I love his work. That could be a good fit. I love his work. Dude, Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan, that could really work too because they're you could have both of them just – I mean because Samoa Joe's just you know pissed off of the world all the time. And, you know, we don't have heel versus heel matches very much. You know, and what would be, what would be wrong with having somebody that's pissed off of the world and somebody that's pissed off of the world – for different reasons, you know. Daniel Bryan's pissed off the world because we eat cows, and and Samoa Joe's pissed off the world because he probably didn't get his teriyaki chicken bowl or something, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, hey, I don't know why he's, uh, but you know, I like it. I I think Joe, I, I, you know, he's one of those performers that I think 
they could put the belt on on him for you know maybe two pay per views, and no one would complain. Oh, I absolutely! I can't see where that wouldn't be uh, something that he could do. I, I I I love his work. I have always enjoyed Samoa Joe's work. Okay, so let's talk about the. I don't know what to say. It's, I wouldn't say it's an elephant, redheaded stepchild of WWE right now, or something. The the Raw Women's Championship. Ah, okay, okay. I'm actually enjoying most of it with okay. the man Becky Lynch. Well, Ronda yeah, the, Rousey. The, the man part, I I'm enjoying the heck out of. Okay, uh-huh. I'm a little tired of Ronda though, dude. I I I got it. And admit, you know, I, she's starting to get booed. Really? Yeah, she start and she's not handling it very well. She was doing cutting a promo, and the crowd was on her so bad that she started stumbling, and kind of and they had to send Bailey out to uh, kind of you know help her out because they were going to do a match, and they started it early because Rhonda was having uh, trouble cutting her promo with uh, the people just uh, really harassing her. Uh, and that that's one of her weaknesses. She she's getting better with the promo work, but so social media seems to be very mixed on on this situation right now. You you for one, you said you know I predict it to be a, a three way match, and you're excited to see how it plays out. But boy, I follow the WWE on Facebook and Instagram and stuff, and uh, WWE put something up about Charlotte, and there was thir- thirteen. Thousand five hundred and eight comments or something, and so you know, I took three days, about sixteen hours a day, and read all thirteen. No, I didn't. I read about five or six of them, and 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 about half of them. Maybe I read a little more than five or six. I scrolled for a second, just browsing through them, and, and about half of the people were like, "This is bullcrap. The WWE is so stupid. I'm quitting watching." You know. They're doing to Charlotte what they did to Roman Reigns. They're shoving Charlotte down her throat. I'm so sick of Charlotte. She needs to get off TV. And then, like, next person's like, whoa, 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 calm down. This is great. You know, Charlotte's going to add so much more to this match. They said, you know, Becky and and uh, somebody was coming. They're like, Becky and, and Ronda would be a stagnant, stale match. But when you get Charlotte's high-flying and her athletic ability, then it's going to be such a better match. But I'm like, why would Becky Lynch and Ronda be a stagnant match? I, I, I disagree with that person because I think that would be a tremendous match as a solo match. But we're talking WrestleMania. So they're always looking to do something special at WrestleMania, right? And something over the top. I mean, Something isn't that what... over the top. So I'm enjoying it, and there's a couple of people on Turnbuckle Trash like Andrew Sowell. Uh, and he's enjoying it. Rob Thrill, I think, is enjoying it. He's with Devotion uh, Wrestling. Here's, I'm just going to throw this out. WrestleMania. You're going to have Ronda Rousey. You're going to have Charlotte. We know that. And the buildup. I mean, we've still got so many weeks before Mania. Think about the buildup. Somehow, they're going to have to add Becky Lynch to this match. Okay, then think about this, Asuka, and combining the women's title. Oh, do you think that's what they'll do? I firmly believe 
Mark it down in your calendar that I think it's going to be a, a fatal four-way. And it's going to be Becky Lynch, and it's going to be Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Asuka. Now, I'm not going to tell you who wins because I have no idea yet. But I think the way people are reacting, they're thinking WrestleMania is tomorrow. But we're talking building a storyline to Mania. So there's still plenty of time for all kinds of things to happen. So maybe my maybe my 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 Model T on the dirt road analogy isn't so bad if we've still got time, Dave. Still got plenty of time. I mean, you know, I'm picturing you know Lamborghini going 90 miles an hour. I think Mania is like right around the corner because I'm so excited for it. I guess. So you still have plenty of time for. The storyline, and I have complained over the last year or so about the lack of time to build a storyline for these pay-per-views. And I'm going to go back to what's happening this coming Sunday for who cares about this match. And it's Ronda Rousey against Ruby Riot for the championship. Is it really something that you're looking forward to? And, and I told Chris, and I'm going to tell you this, I think it's a disservice to Ruby Riot. Yeah, it's kind of not fair. Yeah, I don't think it's fair because she had no time to really build any kind of story. And and I think she's a talent that in the future she's going to have the belt. Well, and, you know, let me tell you something, too, is, you know, I think personally, too, that when Ronda Rousey took on Little Miss Bliss, I think that that was unfortunate the way they made Ronda – you know, throw her around like a rag doll and didn't give her, you know, put her in like a scared little puppy cat. I think they kind of kind of took the wind out of her sails a little bit, you know, because she was really, really over at that point, too. And especially with that whole storyline with um, old Facebreaker. Yeah. Nia, you know, Nia yeah. Jackson. I mean, there was a lot of people who loved her at that time, and and some of the stuff she was, you know, partner up with Mickey James and things like that. And then all here comes Rhonda along, and uh, totally took the wind out of her sails. And and I know she got injured, didn't she? Yeah, actually, in that match, uh, uh, all those judo throws uh, injured her shoulder, and then she's had uh, quite a few concussions, so she had to miss uh, quite a bit of last year. And she came back for the Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble match, which was good to see her back. But honestly, she lost. Now everybody's so focused on Becky Lynch that nobody really cares about her. I guess my thing is, is the whole Ronda Rousey thing, I think, has been almost a disservice to the WWE. I think it's pissed a lot of people off. But she gets such a pop when she comes into the... Then why, but why does everybody hate her and boo her then? Well, it's because of the man. The man is now kind of like the Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the Attitude Era. Yeah. There's a lot of comparisons. She's got the attitude. She struts into the, the ring. She's not going to back down from anybody. And the crowd's really into her. The, the WWE Universe is into her. And I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Ronda Rousey becoming more of uh, maybe the villain in in this in this thing. And I, I I don't know exactly, but as the if the WWE if the WWE listens 
to what the fans want. And, of course, they made this big thing about the McMahon family taking back over. Then they will start writing just a little bit differently between here and Mania. So, okay, so my question is, everybody talk, like I was reading, I can't remember, I was reading somewhere, heard somebody else's commentary. They said, you know, Stone Cold was one of the best baby faces of all time. But I, I wouldn't necessarily classify Stone Cold as a baby face. Would, I mean, he was still pretty bad, eh? Well, but he, I, was, he was that anti-hero. Yeah. You know, I would put him as an anti-hero face, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of like the Road Warriors. The Road Warriors were yeah. the same way. They they had this huge pop every time they came to the ring. They were they were not uh, faces. They were they always remained the same who they were. So, I think that's where it's going. But the elimination chamber coming up, and there's some news there that's a little bit uh, deserting oh, today. Jimmy oh, Uso's in trouble, man. He's in trouble. Somebody can't hold their alcohol well. Naomi and Jimmy, of course, their husband and wife, they're in Detroit. And there was not an event there. I don't know why they were in Detroit. But they were pulled over because Naomi was driving. She was going the wrong way. There was the police smelled a lot of alcohol. And when Naomi was being questioned by the police, they told Jimmy to stay inside the car, which he did not. Evidently, he was very drunk. Gets out, pulls off his shirt, and is looking like he's wanting to fight. Gets arrested. Dun, dun, They're dun, supposed dun. to wrestle Sunday. What's going to happen, man? Well, he did post bond or bail or whatever, and so I'm uh, I'm sure he I mean he's out. But is the WWE going to slap his butt with a? suspension or something for something like that or i wonder how they how they do that type of thing because you know they're they're representing the company and i would imagine vince doesn't take very liking to stuff like that when you see a wwe superstar gets arrested that just that just goes right and then all of a sudden and then everybody brings up all the other bad stuff that's happened in wrestling in the past it's just like it just always opens up a door and that's why they were so quick to cut loose some of these people who have been accused of of uh domestic abuse and and uh the most what was one of the recent ones Mr. Enzo Amore you know i know he was acquitted and and they ended up dropping the investigation and it was too bad what happen but you know they're they'll drop you like a bad habit to to keep their name out of the press yeah in in bad press so yeah that's gonna be interesting to see whether they're going to handle that i wouldn't be surprised if it just goes off and then afterwards after sunday something happens and you don't see the usos for a little bit Uh, and if if jimmy did something wrong he's gonna have to own up to it oh yeah yeah. And uh, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make uh, accusations and and uh, you know saying they need to suspend him they need to get him get rid of him put him in rehab you know that's a personal issue so I, I'm not gonna jump on that bandwagon by any means and uh, if he does have an issue then I hope he gets help yeah yeah and you know and we everybody's guilty of not holding their alcohol well so at certain points in their lives I guess. Mm-hmm. Except you and I. I mean, yeah. <laughs> don't drink. <laughs> so, yeah. So. But, yeah, but that that was a real shame. And I, I hope that uh, 
Uh, I hope it doesn't ca- uh, put a pall over what happens on Sunday at the Elimination Chamber. Um, Shane McMahon and The Miz, I'm not real thrilled with this best tag team thing, but it might be building up to a Shane and The Miz uh, WrestleMania moment against each mm. other. I don't know. I- it's going to be interesting to see where this road leads and how many twists and turns are going to be in it. And how many uphill battles Becky Lynch will have to go to fight the McBands? Yes, the man. <laughs> well, Dave, you said that this was supposed to be should be a quick short seg- st- segment. Well, we started having fun. Fifty-four minutes and sixteen seconds, Dave. Hey, we could have sold out the MGM Grand Arena and still have fifty minutes to play. Yeah. Play like Elias? We could have walked with Elias through the MGM casino while he's strumming the guitar, and I would have been winning millions of dollars playing slot machines and video poker. Wake up, Dave. Wake up. I'm waking up? Yeah, yeah, that's the dream, Dave. You were you were day you were daydreaming for a minute. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, silence your cell cell phone and shut your mouth. I would never say that to you, Dave. You you have the voice of an angel. Of an angel? <laughs> uh huh. You didn't talk to me two weeks ago when I was so sick, did you? <laughs> well, I guess you know, Dave. You sick probably still sounds better than Christian Bale as Batman. Ben Affleck. I'll get. I'll. I. I'd say Ben Affleck instead of Christian Bale. Dude, but Christian Bale's voice. Yes, a Batman. I actually like the Ben Affleck because he has like a little voice changer. Voice changer activated. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, the movie uh, Fighting with My Family uh, opened today because today when we're recording this is uh, February the fourteenth. The limited. Uh, theaters around the country, and then it's going to be nationwide on the 22nd. And I do know that it's going to be in Salt Lake City at Jordan Commons. Uh, I've been looking to see if it's going to be closer to Logan. So um, I really want to see that movie, but I don't know if I'll be able to definitely watch Fighting With My Family. You think it'll be good, or do you think it'll be stupid? Well, the reviews are saying it's pretty funny. But, I mean, the storyline itself, uh, and of course, most of it was filmed before Paige had her um, incident where she had, was was cut short in her career because of the injuries. So they're, they're taking it up to the time she wins the WWE title the day after WrestleMania against AJ Lee. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to, uh, if they've recorded anything else to, to uh, put on there about AJ's career since I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that is. So we'll have to see Dave. Well, um, lots of good stuff on the road to WrestleMania. Long time before mania. And we're going to okay. have some fun with it. So now here's the question of the day though. And we'll end with this. Do you think NXT will do a better job than WrestleMania? Uh, let me uh, think about that for a long time. Yes. Dave, you didn't think about that for very long. I didn't have to. Why not? Because you're looking at NXT and they have more time to build storylines. And frankly, they have better performers right now. Tamansa Champa, Johnny Wrestling, 
Alistair Black, great tag teams down there, women's division. I'm looking forward to, to take over. Good. Good. Uh, I'm looking forward to Elimination Chamber. I just can't wait to see Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> forward to that match too. Somebody's going to get these hands. They are <laughs> these hands. Maybe Nicholas will show up. Yeah, and maybe maybe Baron Corbin will grow his hair back out and become a BA again. Stop wearing a stupid suit. Well, Dave, don't uh, don't get drunk and square up against the police tonight, okay? I will try my best. Even if my wife is driving the wrong way down a one-way street. I think we only have one in Logan, by the way. Uh, but even if that happens, I will not square up against the police. Good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear that I've taught you well, my my young Padawan. <laughs> Thank you so much. So Thank many references so to pop culture in this pod, Dave. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we should talk about uh, the Arrow, the Flash, Supergirl, uh, Gotham, and more. Uh, I mean, sometime we are to do that. So uh, you've already talked about the TMNT wrestler many times, so we don't even need to go there. And of course, Cody <laughs> has had a, a recurring role in Arrow. Yeah, throughout the has. year. Yeah. So. Well, Dave, it's been, as always, an absolute pleasure to talk to you. It been It's always fun when I get to talk wrestling with somebody. And I'll tell you what, it is on the calendar. Mark these days out, Dave, March 27th through the 29th, or I will be joining you in studio for a special edition, pre-mania edition of... Turnbuckle trash. Oh, that's gonna be we'll fun. Be coming. Man. I'm coming to Logan. I can't wait, man. I, you know, I cannot wait. I've done it. I've done it. I've even put it in red. RSVP. Thanks, Dave. You're a stud. Hey. This is TurnbuckleTrash.net. Those guys look big and mean. I think they wanna hurt us. What do you call that? A flying springboard knee to the face? Oh, that works. I like to hurt people. Pretending to wrestle is the most fun in the whole world. The thoughts and opinions heard on the preceding program are not necessarily those of an intelligent human being. If you don't agree with them, get your own dang pod. Dummy. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. And in the immortal words of Ric Flair, Woo! Let's say it together. Slap nuts. You could have heard a lung collapse. And then when Lashley comes in, they should have had Lashley against Braun Lesnar. But that didn't happen because they had Bobby going, I love you. My sisters are so wonderful. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Oh, oh, crap. And the crowd was just kind of going, Mm-hmm. Basically. Where, where's I the concessions? I, I need a I need a foam finger there. It's the vegan club. Where's the badges? Where's the badges? Congratulations. You're waiting in line. I'm going to cry. This is so good. <laughs> you can sit here, somebody pass a kidney stone. I mean.